All right, welcome back to the Between the Sundays podcast from Generations Church. Uh, this is a new endeavor for us as we try to take what happens on Sundays here and help it to matter for us on Mondays. And so I'm excited today to be joined by Garrett Snyder, who's our communications director. It's me. And Pastor Madeline Hale, who is hey. our G Kids pastor. And uh, and so I just wanted us to talk today about several different things, but ultimately coming out of this past Sunday, uh, I wasn't here this past Sunday. Corey and I were traveling, which we'll talk about in just a second, but we had a guest speaker. We had Dr. William Lamb, uh, who is from Lee University. And Garrett, I would love to hear from you just, you know, what were your main takeaways? What were some of the things that he shared that really kind of spoke to you, meant, you know, just did something to your heart, your life, or what do you feel like some of our people really were impacted from that message? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I had heard a lot about uh, Dr. Lamb kind of before him coming Sunday. So I was really excited to meet him and get to know him a little bit. Um, he sent over some notes, uh, you know, per usual, like before the service. And I was excited to hear like what he was going to speak on. I could kind of tell based off of the photos he sent and the notes what it was going to look like. But um, essentially, uh, he, he told a, a quick story uh, about a, a drone escapade that he had that <laughs> left him uh, with some damages to his face. Uh, didn't go well. Um, as we found out, but, uh, basically uh, the point that he made right after that, that really like stuck with me was, um, just as your, your flesh can be wounded, your spirit can as well. Yeah. And it made me think, you know, obviously, you know, scabs and scars is kind of, uh, what he touched on there. Like it, when you see that in your flesh, it's very visible to the people that are around right. you. Um, it's obvious to see somebody who has been wounded and even after healing, sometimes it leaves a mark and there's always a little bit of. Um, just residual, like I did, like an identifier that yeah. there had been an injury there before, um, but that can happen to you just the same, like with your spirit. And uh, and a lot of times, unfortunately, some people struggle um, with uh, with those spiritual wounds in the sense of like they they tend to just hold them like um, inwardly and, and not really like um, maybe voice those or kind of seek help or yeah, right. um, advice or anything like that, which can uh, uh, you know even through healing can kind of eventually. Kind of snowball into bigger problems. That's right. Um, there's been moments in my life, I, I, even just in the service, just kind of thinking back to there, there are wounds within my spirit that have healed, and and you know I've I've found healing in that, um, but they're still there. And there's situations and moments that I come across um, in day to day life where they kind of you know resurface a little bit. That memory is there. Yeah. And um, th there were times where you know I could just I could you could see you could witness and understand how. Um, not kind of leaning on your family or friends or scripture or your your pastor uh, when you're wounded spiritually like that. The importance of just seeking guidance and help and yeah. in, in, uh, in healing through God. Um, and I thought it was a really cool visual that he kind of put together with that story that he shared. So. Well, and I think for all of us, like even you know, I've got a scar underneath the 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 hair here on my chin, <laughs> yeah. but like you can't see it. But if I if I shave, like you could mm -hmm. see that scar. It doesn't hurt me anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's it's still visible. Yeah. It's still the yeah. the lingering effects are there. And I think in our soul, in our emotional psyche, like whatever that looks like, like there are these scars, these things that we still carry with us. Like you're talking about even yeah. things that have healed that we still have and, and and they can be seen. So I do think it's so important to make sure that we're fully healed. Yeah, mm -hmm. And, you know, if not, man, infection, like toxic, yeah, yeah. it becomes toxic. And we just yeah. continue tripping over the same thing and, and re-injuring or something else becoming even, you know, even worse for it. So... Uh, yeah, great like feedback and response from our church family already. Yeah. You were even saying like today somebody was talking about just how much it yeah, meant to them or was. how good it mm -hmm. was. And um, so what a great message. If you are watching this or, you know, listening on your favorite podcast channel, but you haven't listened to Sunday's message or you weren't here to, to hear it in person, I would encourage you to go back and listen to Dr. Lamb's message. Yeah. 
Um, what a great message. And just, again, just all of us can identify with in some way with what he shared. Yeah. Um, he, he's a great friend of, of mine. I say great friend. He, he's a good friend of mine. Like we're, our relationship's still growing and developing, but I mentioned in the introductory video Sunday and, and really just one of the things that means so much to me is a couple years ago, um, Dr. Lamb and I, when we first met, just started interacting. Um, he just started texting me on the weekends um, every Saturday or Sunday morning, early hours, like he would just text like, hey, praying for you today, um, praying as you preach that God would speak through you or um, some form. I, I can't really remember him missing a weekend. I mean, that, that oh, wow. that's not exaggerative. Yeah. Like there may be weekends or, you know, two over the course of the last few years that maybe he did. But honestly, almost every single weekend, even weekends like that I'm not preaching or that I'm here or whatever, like he he texts just that he's thinking of me or praying for me that day and and that just means a lot to me mm-hmm. um and so i'm thankful for that investment from him into my life into my ministry and so i, I said you know to our church family on sunday like when i stand to preach like i'm standing uh somewhat through the encouragement of dr lamb and, and others yeah. like him and, and so that just awesome. that can't be overstated and i'm thankful for that yeah he had mentioned that That's like simple. how um how kind of it was really nice for him to be here uh, because of that relationship that you guys have. He feels like, even though like he's not on staff here, hasn't like you know, spoken here very often, that he feels very connected to what we're doing here, just yeah. through his relationship with you and just constant prayer for you and for us as a staff and the church as a whole. Um, and one thing that I loved that I overheard him telling people multiple times um, was that just how he felt about the Sunday. He he said uh, the words like, "This felt like home." Hmm. Like more than once that's awesome which is great and i think that's something we strive for yeah. kind of with everybody that walks through the door um so for him to have the opportunity to come and to share with us we were super honored to have him here it was it was a good it was a good time yeah. yeah you know he's he's a guest speaker so he he did come in to speak and i i wasn't here i mentioned that kind of at the top but Corey and i were traveling this weekend we were in um wilson north carolina um, we actually stayed in the town of kinley that's the name of our youngest daughter yeah. <laughs> uh, spelled a little Aww. differently but i i spent several years of the early portion of my life in Kinley, North Carolina. That's where my family lived and did ministry um, when I was very, very young. Uh, but we went there to speak for um, a, a great church, their marriage conference on Friday night and Saturday. And then we stayed over and I preached for them on Sunday. And, um, you know, that's not something that we do a lot. Like I'm not, even even on Sundays where we try to be intentional to allow for other staff members to preach on those Sundays or we, you know, we bring in a guest speaker yeah. Like, you know, the majority of the year, like I'm preaching when I'm here or I'm just here even when I'm not preaching. But um, it's always interesting um, when we have the opportunity to travel and be at other churches, because, again, the church we were at was such a phenomenal church. So many great things to celebrate what God's doing there. And um, but Corey and I both referenced a couple of different times, even a little bit of like what Dr. Lamb said, like we missed home, mm-hmm. not just miss like our kids or our, our home, but like miss being here and worshiping with our church family and. Um, and so I am thankful that when people come and, and we're starting to see that more and more, uh, obviously we're, we're in a season where we're seeing a lot of guests yep. and a lot of people come through the doors of our church, but we do get that kind of feedback. Like I, I heard a story just a few minutes ago that like a new family came and, and they just felt comfortable. It felt like home to them. They're like, Hey, this is, this is where we want to plug in. This is our home yep. church. I think on their first or even maybe second visit. But you know, one of the things that I think has helped in that regard is just what we try to provide consistently for families. Mm-hmm. So for kids and for students, I mean, we call ourselves Generations Church. So we value in, value and try to invest in every generation. I mean, there's yeah. there's four, five, six generations potentially like within our church because we've got brand new babies like born this last week yeah, yeah, that are part yeah. of our church family all the way up to, I think the oldest member of our church that's like here on, is 93 years old. 
So doesn't look a day over forty. Doesn't look. I mean, he <laughs> I mean, is just a and, spry young fellow. And let me just tell you, like he dresses sharp. <laughs> I mean, man, that the jackets and stuff. But the idea of like a ninety-three year span of people yeah. that come and call this place home, yeah. and I'm so mm-hmm. thankful yeah, yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. But I do love, and and we draw a lot of of this idea from you know the passage in scripture where you know it says there came a generation who knew not the Lord nor the things that He had done for them. And we say, like, that's the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren of, like, Moses and Joshua. Mm-hmm. So we never want to be Generations Church where we're raising up a generation that we're not telling them the stories of faith. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the ways that we do that is through kids' ministry. And so, Pastor Madeline, you're obviously, you lead that charge, not by yourself. You have a great team of volunteers. That Absolutely, team is growing, yeah. which we're so thankful for because mm-hmm. we're, as our kids' ministry is growing, we want to grow the team that serves those children. But mm-hmm. just talk to us for a minute. Like, what are we doing in kids' ministry? What do you love about kids? Like, what's your passion for kids' ministry, maybe? But... Like, what are we doing that excites you in kids' ministry right now in our G-Kids area? Yeah, for sure. So welcome Callie Williams because she's brand new to the G-Kids team. Little baby born this weekend. Um, But we just are growing in G-Kids and not just numerically, but also like spiritually. And it's been really cool to watch the kids like just start to really grow and develop in like worship um, and prayer and scripture memorization. Um, But like our team is growing, which has been really awesome for me. Like my heart for G kids is just like, we're creating a foundation. Like we're creating a foundation of faith for these kids that hopefully when I send them off to pastor Carson and youth, um, you know, they don't leave church. Like they, they want to be invested in church. This is where their friends are. This is like their home. This is a safe place for them. Um, and I want them to have fun here, but like, most importantly, I want them to feel like this is a space where they can be like fully themselves where like they recognize like, who they are in Christ, they find their identity in Christ, and they have a solid foundation for the rest of their lives. So that's kind of like the ultimate goal, right? Yeah. Hard to get there. Sure. Um, but faith is so much more than, you know, just memorizing things. Um, and so something that was really cool that happened on Sunday is we were um, worshiping and we had this, you know, Bible story and we we're talking about worry and how, um, how like, you know, we can trust God even when we're worried. Um, so good message to elementary kids because yeah. lots of things to be worried about right now. But um, we were praying at the end and I, you know, I said, amen. I opened my eyes and I saw this little girl on her hands and knees, just like head bowed, still in deep, deep prayer and like continued to be in prayer for a solid minute, two minutes longer. And all the kids were kind of, you know, looking yeah, around and I'm, sure. I'm talking, you know, I'm through it or whatever, but it was just like the coolest moment. Like this little girl was so moved by the fact that she needed to trust God with whatever it was that she was worried and struggling with that. Like she was willing to be, you know, like seen in that way. Yeah. Um, just super humbling. And I had a little boy, a little preschool boy, begging for more scripture to memorize because wow. he because he, he had already memorized the scripture for the month. And he's like, what else can I learn, you know, yeah. like for a hand stamp. And so it's just cool to see them hungry for like what God can do. Yeah, that's great. And our our desire, because I've heard you share this, obviously, this has been our heart since really the inception of our church, but mm-hmm. is not that the church is the primary disciplers of, of these kids, but that we're equipping the children but also resourcing and equipping parents Absolutely. to be able to do some of those things at home, that scripture memorization and even what we do in kind of the the flow of our ministry times that like parents mm-hmm. can reproduce some of those things at home, whether it's through, you know, the scriptures that we've been reading or some of the worship songs and things mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, that's our heart. I mean, we, we want to do that. No, for parents, absolutely. Right? And I'm so right now we have a team of volunteers. So it's not just me. Like yeah. you said, um, we have a team, about five of us that are meeting up and talking through ways of how we can equip 
you know, parents and grandparents to really disciple the kids because in reality, we have them for a week, like an hour a week. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, not enough to really instill a whole lot. We want to be supplementary to like what you can do at home, what that's parents great. can do at home. Um, and sometimes parents and grandparents are just like, what, what, do, what I do I do? You know, yeah. I want to do something. Right. I, they just don't know <laughs> what. Um, and so we're talking through ways that we can cre- create like a resource system to totally resource some of the parents and grandparents of, of Generations Church. Um, so we're actually working right now, coming in a few months on a resource center, parent resource center. And so you can go there after every service and you ha- you can get worksheets that you can, devotionals for daily, like that follow up what they learned on Sunday, um, questions to ask your kid on the ride home, you know, scripture to be memorizing, like all of these sorts of things yeah. to just be doing that. You you get to be the primary disciple of your kids That's at great. home. Well, I think once we get that resource center, you know, up and running, and mm-hmm. I think you're, the leadership team you're talking about that's helping you to develop that, I think that will be such a blessing to families. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as a parent, you know, I think one of the things that parents can do as they wait on those things beyond just come and say, hey, do you have anything I can use right now, mm-hmm. like, which they can do, but like just taking your kids along on your discipleship journey. So Absolutely. saying to my kids, like, hey, here's what I read today, and this is mm-hmm. this is what I'm praying today, or Hey, let's read this together. It doesn't have to Worship be like so. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be super formal. It can be as simple as asking them when you get in the car on the way home from church, like, "What'd you learn today?" Right. Or, "Hey, you know, Pastor Pastor Lamb that spoke this. He's what he talked about." And or or what? Just bringing your kids along in your spiritual journey mm-hmm. so that they see how it's forming in you. Yeah, normalizing it in your day to day activities. Right. Yeah, that's a great phrase. Like normalizing faith in your home. Yeah, um, I think is such a such a key thing. And you know, we we as a church we offer a lot of different things to try to equip people and take them on that spiritual journey, but then even the heart behind this, like to take what happens on Sundays and let it matter on Mondays, like in our home and on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays, like Mm -hmm. just let it be conversation throughout the week for Mm -hmm. your kids, for your students, middle school and high school, college age students, Mm -hmm. um, but also husband and wife and spouse and singles, like just that we're having faith-based conversations. And one of the things that is coming up in two weeks that we try to use to leverage those types of things Mm -hmm is to pull these pieces of culture into our gatherings to say like, hey, let's create spiritual conversation around something that may be somewhat familiar to us. And that's our At The Movie series. Yep. So it starts in two weeks from the time we're recording this or two Sundays on October the 16th, and it runs for three Sundays. But, you know, we take like Hollywood movies or, you know, things that are streamed or whatever, and we try to pull gospel themes out of those movies or, or, or presentations and, and use that in our services. So that becomes the sermon content. It's an unbelievable opportunity to invite people to, friends and family, people that wouldn't normally come to church would come to, you know, to watch Top Gun at church, you know, a little little, <laughs> little foreshadowing there or, or something like that. We don't watch the whole movie. We, it's just scenes and clips. But mm-hmm. beyond that, like, Garrett, you're our communications director. Like, what do we try to communicate with At The Movies? Like, what do you love about doing that series on our Sundays that really helps kind of take it beyond our Sunday services. Yeah. So we, we oftentimes say, you'll hear say a lot that it's one of our biggest attended, most like, like um, kind of hyped series of mm-hmm. the year. Um, and we've got just logistically, this is our second one of this year. We're kind of shifting kind of like where we're putting it. So yeah. um, our, uh, our group is, is getting kind of experiences twice in a year, which has been super fun. Everybody's really excited. Um, but we said to say like it is, it is a lot of fun. There's there's characters yeah. in the lobby. There's snacks. I'm the quality control assessment <laughs> on the snacks, obviously. So that's that's a that's a big crucial Not everybody part. Everybody will get how All funny that was. Right there. Yeah, yeah, you can't see below the table, but I'm a big guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I got to make sure the snacks are on point. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's you know it, it it's it's exciting to be a part of, um, and and we want that. That's that's a that's definitely a part of it. Sure. 
Um, but the idea behind it is to to use that, like you said, to tie that that cultural piece in um, to get friends and family and neighbors here that maybe you know are, are a little intimidated intimidated by a typical Sunday service, mm-hmm. um, who are who are willing to kind of show up for something like that, kind of experience um, the Bible in, in a little bit different of a light um, yeah. just through some popular movies or shows or whatever the case may yeah. be. It's always a ton of fun. My, my favorite thing is as fun as everything is the, the movies that we always end up picking, you know, have been great. Um, the hanging out with the characters and the, the fun music in the, in the lobby, it's always a good time, but I love w- when service is over and somebody comes like, man, how did you pull that out of that movie? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it just, it's, it's always so much fun to see how people um, that kind of just like light kind of yeah. like sparks for them. And, um, so it's it's a lot of fun, you know. It's 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 going to be a good time. It's exciting, um, but there's a lot of thought and intention that goes into this yeah. series. Uh, one, like I said, just to kind of make people that do get invited um, feel more comfortable uh, and kind of give them a different way to look at the Bible and Scripture and kind of understand where we're coming from. We're trying to teach kind of the story, the love of Jesus, um, but also just for the people that have been here for a long time that just enjoy the series. Um, it just gives us a different perspective on how we can um, share the story of yeah. God. It's it's a lot of fun. So I think the two things for me that I love about the series, obviously the invites. So maybe there's three, but the, yeah. the two things like you that you reference. One of them, like I, it's amazing to me at the end of the message, like from video, when we give a salvation call yeah. and and you see people the raise response, their hands, yeah. looking you know at the screen. I mean that's not our like 100% ministry model of video. It's live preaching and teaching mm-hmm. 49 other Sundays a year mm-hmm. um, right now. But the idea being like that the gospel is the gospel and truth comes through and people respond to the gospel mm-hmm. in, in many different formats. And so I do love that. That's always encouraging to me. It's always like a, it kind of catches my breath yeah. every time I watch it in every service across that series. But then the other thing is I get that same feedback. Like, man, I don't know how you found that or how you thought that truth or pulled that out of a movie but i what i love about it is like man the lord speaks to me a lot of different ways yeah Yeah. and in a lot of different places and like for sure when i'm reading the bible or i'm listening to worship music but like i'm walking through you know target and sometimes like i'll feel like something or i'll see something and man it just brings truth to light and so i love in that series whether it's in the worship center for adults or upstairs and kids which Mm -hmm. i want to talk about in just a second like just this reality that like you can see the truth of the gospel anywhere if you're yeah, looking absolutely. for it and, right. and if you're sensitive to what the holy spirit is doing in our hearts and lives like whew, there there is this amazing yeah. truth that you go oh man that's that's grace that's mercy that's love that's mm-hmm. forgiveness and like that movie didn't create that idea god right. created that yeah. idea right and you can pull that out does that make sense yeah talk just a little bit about kids like what what's happening in at the movies at you know for for kids upstairs yeah for sure well and like what you just said like all truth is god's truth so i love that i love that i love that mm-hmm. we get to be a part of that um but for upstairs, like one of the best ways to minister to kids is through fun. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to really engage kids, like make it fun, make it engaging, make it exciting, get their hands dirty. Like, like they get to be a part of it. They get, they understand it. Um. So I'm just really excited because we do a lot of really fun event type things upstairs during at the movies. So we're doing Toy Story this year. Very excited it's about that. It's a good that. one. It's a, a good friend. one. I'm glad you it. say that because. <laughs> We're going to be talking about You've Got a Friend in Me, Love I Jesus. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know that. And if you're here on a Sunday morning during at the movies and you can't find me, I'm upstairs. <laughs> I love it. Take We're going to dress story. you up as, I, I love know, it. I love it. Well, Woody. I think, we'll you know, ultimately just to kind of bring all this to a close, like there's just a lot of great things happening. We had a yep. great Sunday. Yep. We're anticipating a great Sunday this Sunday. We have, we have one more kind of what we would like 
regular Sunday, and then after the movie starts on the 16th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're watching this, listening to this, we want you here this week, and then we want you here on the 16th, the yeah. 23rd, and the 30th, and we want yeah. you to bring some folks with you. Um, so get them here this week because they'll get the teaser of what next week and beyond is going to look like. Oh, but yeah. I'm so thankful for what's happening, what what just happened this past Sunday, what's happening in kids' ministry, mm-hmm. youth ministry. Um, there's just a lot of really great things that are happening, and I'm excited about that. So, you know, if you're watching, you're listening, we want you to rate, review, subscribe, all of those things, share this oh, content. Yeah. It really is a conversation to just continue these these thoughts of normalizing faith beyond our Sundays. And we want you to live like it matters because we believe it does. So God bless. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye.